Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Sleeping with a Dumbbell. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode 3 of 14. So let's begin with some eggs. 1 Corinthians 6.14 Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? This is just my opinion, well, and also it's based on 30 years of ministering to more than a lot of people. Equally yoked applies to more than two believers being united in marriage. If this were taken verbatim, Christian marriages would actually be more successful than they currently are. So it looks like there's a fellowship and communion involved, not something you would want with someone who is running with the devil. Two yokes of equal size, density, color, texture, and here is the transition, able to pull equally as hard in the relationship, driven by their strength of their relationship with God. So is it enough that you both just believe in God, and on that basis you can and should get married? Some of you won't answer because that's exactly what you did. Little did you know that she liked to travel and taste food from around the world, and you wanted to live in a cabin in the hills living off the land, or that you really like cars and love to race, attend car shows, and compete with them, work on them, sit in them at night, impatiently dreaming of the day it would run again. But what she wanted to do was buy a fixer-upper house so that the two of you could build your dream home on the lake where the car shows don't exist. Okay, so you say that we have plenty of things in common, that we both like to eat and breathe the same air. Silliness, I know, but having led pre-marriage, couples, and post- and pre-marriage life groups, I have heard some things. I want to live in New York City, she can say, oh, but he says, I was thinking of Paradise, California. I want a career in a Fortune 100 company. Oh, but I was thinking of working at the factory like my dad did. You see, this is why we don't let our passion for love and companionship drive our decisions for marriage. And by the way, marriage lasts longer than your emotional craziness of a decision to ignore all the signs, including God's word. Marriage is really a long-term decision, a lifelong decision. It is the one decision that you should make as a human being that is uncompromised throughout your time here on this spinning rock. Don't let anything destroy the marriage, and everything that is tearing it apart, or trying to, is purpose to destroy it. When you think all is lost, that's war. Put on two helmets if necessary. When you think you cannot continue to allow this or that, that is war. When you broke for the third time, that is war. When you lose a child, that is war. When you live with his or her parents for a bit of time, and they are ruling and reigning in your marriage, that is war. When one of you falls on your face and cheats, that is a winnable war. You have got to see, by what I have stated so far in this message, that marriage is not entirely about you. You don't know if your next kid is going to be a soldier or soldier for God. Someone gave birth to Jesus for our sakes. What if she decided to abort? She would have aborted her whole purpose for living on this rock. I am just saying that you just don't totally know what's in you, or who will come from you. Stay together and be amazed at what is to come. You must understand human nature and how corruptible we are. Because when you do, then you will avoid the things that make it easier to be corrupted or to cause you to act corrupted. And don't go to your neighbor saying to them, he's just talking about you, 
Just spend one introspective moment and look inside at just a few of the things you've done, imagining that you did them while Jesus was watching. But wait a soft second, he was. Oh, I thank him for his sacrifice and blood and that it has the strength to absorb all of my sin. There are many pieces to a puzzle, and if a season represents a puzzle, then the challenge is finding the pieces that don't fit and eliminating them before they manifest into sin. This could be people, places, and or things. I know. We can go right back to thinking that it is impossible. You may be thinking that this stuff is just impossible. I have tried for so and so long and over so and so much time. I ended up right back where I started from. You already know the scripture in that all things are possible in God, Matthew 19, 26. But Jesus looked at them and said to them, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. I just wanted to point out the word with. This means we work with God to resolve the issues. He is not a cheap musician who will just make all of your struggles go away. Think upon this. We come into the world struggling for life. Why should the struggle end at the beginning? It's the struggle of life that entertains the thought of victory. No struggle, no victory. It just doesn't exist. We must be careful to avoid thinking that we are supposed to be living on this planet, experience what we will on the next earth. Struggle, pain, and suffering are the treasures of character and well-rooted patience, all leading us to victory if we will let them have their way. Factoid. The marriage vows come right out of the Bible in bits and pieces from this and that book. Marriage.com states about the vows, technically nothing. There are no waiting vows for him or her in the Bible. And the Bible does not actually mention vows being required or expected in a marriage. I guess God is thinking that if we give our word to our wife or husband to be, to him, and in front of the many witnesses, or an Elvis look-alike, depending on where you got married, then we ought to abide by it. It is impossible to say that you are a person of your word, but then you get a divorce. Regardless of the reason, and I know that there are some good reasons, it is impossible. We break in a break. In Genesis chapter 24, we see how they obtained a wife back in the day. Now my story is the same, only a bit less dramatic in modern times. I was hanging out with my wife pre-marriage, we were friends. We hung out a lot due to our love of VW bugs, racing, and car shows. Anyway, one day before I was born again, I heard a thought today I would say that it was the voice of God. And that thought said that one day she would be my wife. It startled me and I questioned it not. But I did share it with my friends at the time who laughed and rudely disagreed. Less than a year later, in a bunch of small, almost successful bits of lies, this was warfare, although unknown to me at the time, that warfare actually existed, we were married. There have been times, as we have passed through the furnace of life, and even in and through unrelenting warfare, that the word spoken by God was the only thing that held us together. You see, I share this because I want you to know that I am not unaware of the effort, humility, and courage it will take to stay married. But anyway, back in Genesis 24, specifically verse 67, it states, then Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent, and he took Rebekah, and she became his wife. And he loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Intimacy, which is discussed in this message, is the bonding of two into one flesh. It defines that two are married, and that 
he or she shall have no other. This is not the case today. Here is a strange what if. What if on your wedding day everyone you ever slept with, out of wedlock, showed up for the wedding? To be fair, we could apply the same invite list to your husband, who might have 20 or 30 women on his side. You know, because he is a really popular guy and a good-looking guy, and, well, you really thought that you caught a keeper in this one. And then on your side, you too had 20 or 30 other men standing with you. I know your future husband wouldn't like this, which is why this wedding model wouldn't work, would it? No one would get married. You see, it's okay for him to sleep around, but when he gets married, he wants a virgin. Men, we think it's strange, don't we? I have heard some things in my life, and one of the more ridiculous things I ever did here, and I know it's ridiculous, because I could imagine a male bear saying this to his group of male bear friends. Nope, not. It goes like this. I am practicing for my wife or husband-to-be. This is nothing more than our way to justify our own lustful cravings, to justify our sins, as if this makes it a non-sin. It's a loser excuse, as I know because I did it. The best plan, and I didn't think it up, but God did, and that is to practice with your wife or husband and spend your entire marriage practicing. There's nothing that beats getting married as a virgin. Besides, in truth, you believe the lie, which is that the more you do it, the better you are in bed. You want to know if your practicing made you a primetime lover? Ask your wife or husband if it worked. If they were honest, they would probably say, nope, it didn't. And they should say so because they are a different person than all the others you slept with. You're only starting over, except that you are bringing an abundance of soul ties with you. More on that later. In this case, practice does not make perfect, nor perfect level. It just brings a boatload of issues into the marriage. Well, that's it for today. You can spend the time in between the messages, erasing the images of the wedding party being made up of your mistakes. Remember, we all make them. In fact, I may be considered an expert in some of my mistake makings. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script, kill, steal, and destroy the works of the enemy, and create space for the light of life to shine through into people's lives. Let us see it and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.